You are now tuned into the DFPN, the Dat Fillin Podcast Network. a.k.a. your boy, coming at you with a new episode of I Said What I Said, Don't At Me. And first of all, just let me shout out the crew, That Feeling Podcast Network. We out here season three, got a relaunch going on this month, whole lot of crazy stuff. Look out for dope content from me and the rest of the squad at the That Feeling Podcast Network. Please go to Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you go. To check out your podcast at, type in that feeling, D-A-T-F-E-E-L-I-N. Enter and look at all the products, all the content, all the dope shit we got coming for you. All right. So first salute for year three with that feeling podcast network. I jumped on kind of, I think in the little, in the middle, probably a little, maybe in the beginning, it was January last year where I jumped on with them and they, they accepted me like family. So I salute them, appreciate them doing everything they can to help uh, me become better at what I'm doing, providing you guys with, with some insight on how I look at things. And then uh, I would be remiss if I did not as shout out the uh, sponsors as well. Shout out to get the plugs, plugs, wireless headphones, uh, www.gettheplugs.com audio swim, dot uh, com. That's where you can go for all my musicians, my artists out there. That's where you can go upload your tracks for five dollars a track, and then it'll be uploaded on all the major streaming uh, sites. All the stats you need, things like that, to track how well your um, your product is being received by the masses. And then premiereelement.com. Not elements. Take the s off that whole element. And that is where you can go to get all your uh, representation, uh, management, uh, branding, uh, agents, all that stuff, man. Just go check them out if you're trying to make a name for yourself and make it big out here in the entertainment business. All right. So shout out, salute all of them. I'm doing it a bit different, right? Um, I know if you guys have been following me, you guys kind of know how I do. I just kind of turn it into a rant. I'm trying to be a little bit more streamlined with this. And what I want this 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 show to become is um, I think this world is real big or it has been brought to my attention that people like to accept life like it's a kid cuisine tray, like a TV dinner tray. You know what I'm talking about? Like a bento box. You just want to section your... Sh- your I'm going to try not to cuss because we want to try and monetize... <laughs> <laughs> this is going on YouTube. Like if you're watching the video, salute. I appreciate you checking me out. I'm trying something new. I got lighting, all the stuff, all the bells and whistles. Got a green screen. I'm going to change the background. It's going to be something serious. But if you're just listening to the audio, just just follow along with what I'm doing. I'm trying not to cuss um, or I'm trying not to use certain keywords that YouTube is, is going to be high on um, 
not being able to monetize our videos with because I want them to monetize the video because we don't I mean the sponsor money ain't coming in like it like it's going to be in the future you feel what I'm saying but anyway life I mean people just want things just to be separated they want their sports here right they want their movies here in this section right they want their news in this section they want politics over here right and they want all the miscellaneous stuff over here they don't want stuff to come together they want business over here right they want international things over there they don't want everything to blend together and i got something to tell you man all this stuff just comes together either way it's like the plate at thanksgiving and i'm the weird dude right you know when you you throw your 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 meat on there, you throw you throw the collard greens on there, you got ham, turkey, or whatever, yams, uh, you know, you got your um, mashed potatoes, you got, you know, mac and cheese over here, all on one plate, right? And then, you know, some people hate when the collard green juice hits the, the cornbread and kind of makes it soggy. I'm a hungry-ass dude that, that just eats that up, bro. Like, I'm, I'm down <laughs> for that. Because I, I mix it all up anyway. That's just how I am. So I think because of that, I'm more accepting of life all swirling and coming into one thing. And you, you, it's being real difficult to keep everything separated. Like things aren't going to come together. Like people, oh, just act. We don't want to hear your political stance. Just do news or just do this. Shut up and dribble. All this stuff. And I say shut up and dribble. Because I think it's time that I let everybody know how I really feel about, one, LeBron James, LeBron James. <laughs> but before we get into that, um, shout out to the homie Wiz, Wiz's Beast, Mr. Fuck You On Me. Check his podcast out on That Feeling Podcast Network, right? Um, he starts off every show, you know, you get the little... You hear the little clickety clack and stuff. Um, if you're watching the video, you see this orange concoction in my hand. You may be like, oh, he's just drinking some juice. I'm going to put you on a little thing that I that I fell in love with over in Korea. Uh, it's called soju. And that blends so well with everything. You don't taste it. Um, but you do feel it <laughs> after a while. If you're sitting down and drinking... And, and and get up and try to go to the next spot, you're going to have to sit down and reevaluate your life for a little bit because you just ain't going to get up and float to the next bar. I'm going to just tell you that right off the top. That ain't happening, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's what I got in here. Uh, wife stopped by the H-Mart. That's a little Korean uh, supermarket down here. And um, I threw in some orange soju in here with um, some uh, orange peach mango uh, V8. So I'm trying to play it like I'm being healthy with the daily servings of fruit and vegetables and then also get toasty at the same time. So excuse me while I sip. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Danger. Danger. <laughs> get on the flow. What happened to mystical? Anyway, but yeah, let's get back to one Mr. LeBron James. Now, disclaimer. There was a time where I was not the biggest LeBron fan. And I'll tell you when that happened. Uh, when he came in the league, 2003, 18-year-old, took the league by storm. Um, his first stint with Cleveland, 
when he put them on his shoulders, on the whole team on his back, took them to the finals. I believe it was in 07, and he faced against Tim Duncan and the, the Spurs, which who were just powerhouses at the time. It was just always expected the Spurs were going to be in the playoffs. He ran into them with his weak Cavaliers team. <laughs> team with nobody, dude. Nobody. Go look at that roster. You're like, how did he get here? But um, I was just like, this dude is the truth. Then he up and bounced over to Miami. And this is when I started having an issue with him. Um, the, and you can call it hating, call it what you want. The arrogance that he had uh, when he left Cleveland, I felt he left that team high and dry because the free agency uh, period started and teams were signing kind of the bigger name free agents that year. And LeBron was leaving Cleveland up in the air like, I may come back, I may not. So Cleveland is putting aside a large chunk of change in the hopes that their hometown hero comes back. Uh, unfortunately, he does not, right? We all know the decision, the whole um, you know shebang around that. He goes to ESPN, does an exclusive with I think it's Jim Gray, um, and and announces he's taking his talents to South Beach, right? Um, at that point, Miami turns turns up, right? They go all the turn all the way up. And Cleveland is left heartbroken. They're burning jerseys. Um, their GM puts a curse on LeBron, which, <laughs> looking back at it now, it's, it's, it's like the, the most idiotic thing a man in that position can do. Like, how in your feelings are you at this point? My man just can't go to greener pastures. You're not helping him there. He gets to move on. My thing is, LeBron, you could have probably just talked to him and be like, hey, heads up. I ain't coming back here because y'all ain't doing nothing for me. Use that money and go sign some other free agents and stuff. Because by the time LeBron announced to where he was going, all the above average or big name free agents are already signed somewhere. So now Cleveland is forced to give cats like Antoine Jameson a retarded contract. Um, Carlos Boozer, like they are signing subpar people to big-time money because they just had big-time money because LeBron just kind of left them like that. So that's why I wasn't really jiving with how he handled that. He could have just let them know, bro, I am not coming back to y'all, right? Like, I'm already talking to my boy, D-Wade. We talking to the homie Chris Bosh. We going to go to Miami and we going to win some championships. You know, just something like that. Just give them a heads up so they're not completely asked out when it comes time to to put a team on the floor for fans in Cleveland, Right? Um, how that city handled it, not well. You know, I felt some kind of way about how they were treating this man, speaking about him like he's not from there, like he didn't um, accumulate some kind of economy for them, uh, people coming to see those games, because nobody was coming to watch Cleveland before my man got there. He got a foundation in there. He started some, you know what I'm saying? Like he brought money to that area, and he never really left. He kept all his foundations and businesses there. People were just mad because he just wasn't playing on the team no more. And you can't really blame him when the team ain't really doing nothing for him. So anyway, he gets to Miami. And, you know, they have the whole thing where he's like, we're not going to win one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. And I'm just like, 
all right, my man. I mean, I get it. You in the moment. I've been there before. You in the moment, you just want to say stuff. Like, you say something and, and the crowd goes, yeah. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> maybe, maybe how about I say, not four. Yo, my man Wallen. Oh, not five. Yo, we go into the top. Not six. Like, you you feed off of that. It, as a human, you cannot re- re- just put that aside. But he goes there. He plays the Mavericks in the finals. He's kind of cocky about it. They lose, right? Um, and and he says something in the press conference like, you know, I'm not worried about what everybody says. I mean, they get to wake up, go to their jobs the next day. And I was probably in my feelings about that. I was just like, oh, because you ain't got the jobs we got. You you don't have to be to work tomorrow, LeBron. You just rich, so you just, you just poo-pooing. The middleman, you know, I was probably in my feelings at that point. But here's what I'm trying to say. LeBron as a person, um, I I felt some kind of way about him. And all the blame is not on him. It's more on his super fans, right? Because um, here where I'm at, let, let, let's just cut to the chase. I know what you're asking yourself. Mac, so you don't think LeBron is the GOAT? And here's the answer. I do not. I do not think LeBron is the greatest of all time. And that is not a fact. That is my opinion. That is how I feel about it. Because if you really want to talk about stats and use numerical evidence to prove a point, it's kind of hard to not say LeBron is not the GOAT. Now, am I lying in that? I don't think I am. Because when you're talking about the all-time points leader, LeBron is third all-time. And I don't know if you saw him last year. It don't look like he's slowing down anytime soon. So he's at, uh, according to ESPN, let me see when uh, these are are most current, most current. Let me see. I don't see a date on here. I don't see a date. Anyway, ESPN has him third all time at 34,241 points. Next in line is Carl Malone at 36,928. Now, LeBron is going to pass that man, no problem. Next up is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 38,387. If LeBron stays playing like he's doing and he gives us one, two, maybe three more seasons like he had last year, he's going to be at the top. Uh, assists, my man is number eight all time in assists as a big like Oscar Robinson and, and Magic Johnson. You know they they are. Right. I ain't gonna say like, <coughs> excuse me. I ain't gonna say that as a big man, LeBron ain't gonna be up there. But Magic Johnson sitting there at ten thousand one hundred forty one. LeBron James sitting there at ninety three hundred. Um, so he, I mean, to to be as a prolific a scorer as he is. Probably one of the best gifted pastors I've seen. Uh, Steals, let's see where he's at with Steals. Number 13 all-time Steals. All-time leading, like, points getter in the playoffs. 14, oh my God. Like, you can't, you can't refute people who say he's the GOAT and say, and I'm guilty of this, all right? I'll just let y'all know. I'm guilty of this. Michael Jordan is 6-0, and 
and LeBron is three and six. Well, now four and six in the the finals. Uh, Jordan never had to go to a game seven. This that you know, like like I've used that excuse, um, but as the years go on, like I have to appreciate the things that LeBron is doing on the court. He is a monster, and you're just saying, "Oh, Will, you're just coming around now." I know you're just coming around now, cause my man brought a championship to L.A., and to that I say, maybe you're right. <laughs> May be you right. That's neither here nor there. Before that, when he was back with Cleveland, I was starting to appreciate what he was doing because it was incredible to just sit there and be like, this man is going to what his 10th straight. Like it was just ridiculous. The number of finals this man was consecutively going to out of the East. And I was one of the ones, well, the East is weak. He's not going to do that in the West because the West is stacked. Let me just say this for those people who think that. The East, say the East is weak. Why is one man bullying 16 teams of 12 to 15 other grown men every year getting to the finals? Like, what is that saying about the other people in the East? Are they like just pawns at this point? Like what what was nobody else could take the East? LeBron was just better than all of those. Like, if that is the case, if one man is just shifting the power of balance in the whole Eastern Conference like that, you have to give him credit. Because the last person who really run the ran the East like that was Michael Jeffrey Jordan, who again I consider one of the not one of the the GOATs, the greatest of all time in NBA history. I'm just sorry. I'm not changing my mind. Don't at me. Don't you, you throw it in the comments. I don't care. Just let me know how you feel. And I'm going to tell you what. I said what I said. Don't at me. Right? Either way. But you got to appreciate the things this man is doing. On top of all that. All right? So this is his on-court stuff. His on-court stuff. Right? And say how you feel about it. Everybody who has something negative to say about LeBron. It is just all their opinion. Three and six in the finals is not good. I'm like, my man was in nine finals, my dude. Like, you know, like eight straight. What do you, what do you want from this man? To win everything, right? To just win everything? Because if he did do that, y'all would probably be mad. Well, the NBA is... Because he won this year and people... Well, the NBA fixed it because Kobe died and they wanted the, the Lakers to win. Is that is that seriously how y'all feel? Y'all just going to downplay Kobe's death to that point where you're just like, it's just a pawn. It's just a a, a gimme for the, the Lakers because Kobe died. Like, first of all, that's mad disrespectful. Watch your mouth. Don't ever say that again. Second, no, LeBron and AD were just that, that duo. Other thing, LeBron can't do it by himself. He always needs somebody to take it with. Like, what title did Jordan win without Pippen? What title did Jordan win without Pippen? What title did Jordan win uh, without a third kind of big body down there, right? Uh, you're like, who was the big three left? Like, y'all y'all sleep on Horace Grant. Like, he wasn't a solid power forward down there. You know what I'm saying? Y'all sleep on that rotation of bigs that Chicago always had. Y'all sleep on Phil Jackson like he ain't one of the greatest coaches of all time, if not the greatest coach. Horrible owner or general manager, vice president, whatever he was with the Knicks, 
he's trash at that. But as a coach, he was lit. So <laughs> let's just get that out the way. But you can't keep downplaying LeBron like, oh, he needs people. Jordan had people. If they would have brought people to him in Cleveland, he wouldn't have moved. And he would have stayed winning championships there. Then nobody would have had nothing to say. Well, it's different because they were drafted by Cleveland. So what you are trying to tell me is that you're supposed to continually keep taking L's until your team drafts better. And then it's cool. Then, then, then you'll give them all the, well, he's a winner. He's the greatest I've ever seen. He's like, bro, nobody likes losing. Nobody likes to lose. LeBron don't like to lose. He's going to do what he has to do to go get his rings by any means. Ooh. <laughs> by any means necessary. Excuse me. That one came out of nowhere. By any means necessary. My man is like, yo, if y'all can't do it for me in Cleveland, I love y'all. I'm going to keep my businesses up here. Ohio's my home. But I got to go get some rings for me. I got to do something for me. Everybody's like, LeBron, you left me. You owe us a championship. LeBron don't owe y'all nothing. When LeBron came back and won y'all a championship, y'all was in the streets parading. Where was y'all doing that four years ago when he left? Y'all was burning this man's jersey up, cursing this man. He won y'all a championship. Y'all just going to act like y'all didn't do that? Mm, Cleveland. Cleveland. That's why your football team ain't shit. Because <laughs> y'all evil. God don't like ugly. This episode is brought to you in part by Audio Swim. Go to audioswim.com today and upload your tracks for as little as $5 a track. Premier Element UAE. Go to www.premierelement.com and get your representation. They don't do just music, they do sports as well. And also, get the plugs. Go to www.gettheplugs.com Enter in code INT15 on checkout and you will get a 15% discount. Oh, and you don't have to pay for them up front. They also accept Suzzle. Now back to the show. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But this is what I want to get into. It's awesome and it is as credible as this man is on the court. Can we talk about LeBron James, the person, LeBron James, the philanthropist. Here's something. Here are some things LeBron James is doing off the court. All right. Um, first and foremost, he has his own foundation, right? Uh, the LeBron James Family Foundation. Um, it provides students with programs, support, and mentors to help them succeed in school. Because I don't know if you guys been sleeping under a rock. Everybody knows LeBron James had a single mom growing up. Dad wasn't around. Um, rough area. Uh, school wasn't kind of a, a big ticket item in, in, in the area he was growing up. Um, it was the cards were stacked against LeBron. And the only way he can really make it out is to excel at basketball, which he was very gifted in. And I just love the things that he is doing with that gift. Like he could have just been famous, moved off and forgot all about his uh, his hometown, his home. You know, he could have just forgot about all that, lived his life. Right. But he did not. So that foundation also supports the I Promise School in Akron. Right. So my man started a school. Uh, it's a public school. So um, 
it's it's funded by taxpayers, but LeBron's foundation donates more than a million dollars a year to the school, which goes towards teacher salaries and keeping class sizes manageable. So he is donating money to a public school to keep that school uh, running, teachers being well-paid, class size man- manageable. So it's a very, very admirable thing that he is doing with this, this I Promise School, all that. It's also there to help at-risk children. So students at other schools will probably be like, you know, maybe, you know, he needs to go to this class or we don't have time for this. But it focuses on that and actually gives kids a chance to to get the education and succeed in life. So uh, props to him for that. Uh, COVID-19 shut that down. Uh, Mm -hmm. Schools were shut down. LeBron James knew that a lot of kids who go to the school they go there, and that's pretty much their only chance to get a good meal, right? Uh, so he started, um, y'all know he tried to trademark Taco Tuesdays, but he started a thing, Taco Tuesdays, providing meal packages to each of the school students. So shout out to him for that, looking out for the kids, uh, support of the Boys and Girls Club, um, to give programs and stuff to kids when school is out and parents are still working, they can go there and and stay off the streets, stay out of trouble. Um, his decision thing that we talked about earlier um, that he held at a boys and girls club, I forget the location, but when he was talking to Jim Gray, all of the the the, the profits and stuff advertising, because everybody knew people were going to tune into that. Ratings were off the charts. $2.5 million gone to the boys and girls club from that. So it's as much as I hate how he did it, um, I am not mad at what he did with the money for that right like he's just like yeah this is this is a dick move but uh look boys and girls club 250 (laughs) 2.5 mil i'm cool right uh lebron um so that's cool 2016 him and his boy maverick carter uh donated another 2.5 million to help fund the muhammad ali muhammad ali a force for chains exhibit at the smithsonian national museum of african-american history and culture um it it is, uh, it it is something to to admire the things that he is doing um, for his community back in Akron and and for I want to say the culture as a whole. Um, he he has made it very clear that he is not going to be apologetic for the things that he says and the things that he stands for. Um, for example, he was very adamant in campaigning or supporting and endorsing uh, both Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. So we know he is uh, uh, very blue when it comes to his political uh, mindset, and he is not apologizing for that. He makes it known. And it's the fact that uh, he spoke out against Donald Trump. Um, I think it was a segment him and KD were in the backseat, uh, Kerry Champion, a uh, um, commentator, sports analyst, uh, journalist. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Sports journalist uh, who was with ESPN at the time was driving and they were talking about the political um, climate and him and KD had some choice words about Donald Trump. And that led to Lauren Ingram, I think, of Fox News and her famous uh, quotes when she was covering that segment for LeBron James to shut up and dribble. 
Meaning that nobody cares what a celebrity thinks about uh, politics. Uh, you're just there to entertain me on the basketball court. And that's it. That's all you need to do. We don't need to hear from you outside of basketball. And that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if there was anything that could win me back over to LeBron and be a, I am, I am LeBron do great, do great, crush life, make these people eat these words. That was the moment. How dare you? And this is what I was talking about. People just like LeBron, shut up and just play basketball and entertain us in basketball. We don't care about your opinions. And the reason you don't care and you don't want to hear about his opinions is newsflash because they don't jive up with the stuff that you want them to be saying. And you're just mad that that he just disagrees with your view. And you know he's a Democrat. You know, I don't know if he's a registered, but I know he don't rock with the, the, the right. <laughs> but y'all just mad because he does that. Fast forward to today, Drew Brees is like, I'm not kneeling for the anthem. Uh, and anybody who kneels, I don't agree with because my grandfather fought in World War II and all that stuff. And he caught all the heat, all of the smoke. And here's Fox News. I don't see why people are mad. He's not a paid politician. He's not a spokesperson. He's just a, a good Christian guy who who just wanted to speak his mind and share his point of view on stuff. Oh, but he don't have to shut up and, and, and throw the ball. He don't have to shut up and pass. But LeBron got to shut up and dribble. Laura, Lauren, Laura, Lauren, whatever, lady, chill. You you know you was backpedaling like a Pro Bowl corner, like an All Pro corner, just backpedaling. Then you turn it and hit the, you know what I'm saying? Lauren, chill. You know you you can't you can't be two faced like that and claim to be the no spin zone or the fair and equal news thing. You know what I'm saying? Like just keep the shit, keep keep it a buck, keep it a buck. You don't agree with LeBron, say you don't agree with LeBron. You know what I'm saying? You agree with Drew, just say you agree with Drew. Don't don't flip it and, and, and try to make it seem like you've always had this view of, oh, he's just a person. Just let him speak his mind. I don't see why he's getting backlash. LeBron got backlash because you was wilding and you was the main one trying to point backlash on him, Lauren. I don't want to make this about her. That'd be a whole nother thing. Let me take a sip. But with that being said, LeBron James is not um, always in the right with him speaking out. The one thing I do want to bring up is the situation a couple of summers ago, I believe, where um, Hong Kong was having protests. Um, you know, they, they're unhappy with China in being under China rule and Daryl Morey, a former GM, I believe, of the Houston Rockets, who is now with the Philadelphia 76ers, tweeted something in support of the protesters um, in Hong Kong, and China got wind of it and was pissed. Now, this happened while there were two NBA teams or four NBA teams flying over to China for some exhibition games, right? So they're getting off the plane, and... <laughs> Imagine getting off the plane and all of China is at the airport like, y'all, oh boy, y'all some dirty mofos in this mall. <laughs> you like, what happened, China? What'd I do? I was on a plane. I ain't did nothing. What you talking? What you talking about? Why you mad? And then they show you this tweet. Um, 
so LeBron comes out and he's just like, Daryl Morey didn't know what he was talking about. He's not really educated on the thing. I think people should hold their opinions until they're educated or whatnot. And, you know, me, I'm looking at it like, uh, so LeBron, we're going to be over here in the States, you know, demanding uh, change and demanding rights and demanding freedoms and demanding all this stuff. For African-Americans, for black people, there's a whole country demanding the same thing for them, but you're cool with a, oh, you know, we don't need to stand up for them. Like, let's let's educate ourselves more on what's going on. Like, I thought that was a foul move, albeit if he was sincere with that, because I'm looking at it more like China does throw a lot of money and provide the NBA with a lot of profit. So maybe LeBron was just trying to be cool and... You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, try to try to save face so we're not missing out on a lot of that money that goes towards the the total profit of the NBA, which increases salary cap and, and increases contract values and so forth and so on. Like maybe the business side of LeBron took over a little bit there, but it's kind of hard to not fault him for that when here he is a champion for change and equal rights and freedom and and standing up to social injustice and then on the other side of over in China he's just like yo chill let the we don't know what's going on over there so we we shouldn't be saying nothing about that now he could be true like if if you know I need to look into it as well but if it is a plight kind of like how we're going through here I don't see how you can't stand up for them when I'm pretty sure they were like they they were protests for black lives matter over there you know what i'm saying so they're standing up for us over there in china and all that and here we are over here acting like we can't shout them out and be like this is wrong what's happening over here in hong kong that's a whole nother podcast but i was looking at lebron sideways for that and i think i had a podcast earlier um kind of checking not checking him i can't check lebron 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 first of all you're a friend of the podcast stop by anytime um (laughs) second um, I, I called him out on that. I, I had to keep it a buck and I called him out on that because I thought that was kind of kind of shady. But outside of that, like I, I don't see all of the hate. Like I don't see what justifies the hate for LeBron. To hear these episodes completely ad free, go to www.patreon.com slash podcast. Subscribe today for as little as $3 and you will get all these episodes ad free. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash podcast. Now enjoy the rest of the show. And with that, let me get into my segment where everything mixes up, right? So we were talking about sports, right? And then we started talking about uh, charitable things and 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 kind of dabbling into politics and stuff. And this is where people are like, oh, no, no, don't mix this stuff up. Just keep it about sports stuff. Just make it like first take or something. I don't do that because this is what I'm trying to get to, the main point. So we mentioned everything LeBron James did. If you look at LeBron James and you see what he's doing on the court, just on the court, you would be like, man, this dude, like I said, one of the greatest ever to play the game. Then you look at what he does off the court, starts schools, donates, 
um, starts foundations, organizations, generates wealth for his friends and 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 people who probably would not have that opportunity to get that wealth any other time in their life. He does that. Um, has his own production, so he can start up shows for people. You know what I'm saying? Like he he is doing things to position other people to achieve their dreams, to achieve goals, to, to achieve a status or, or an opportunity that they would not have otherwise. And then every time somebody posts like ESPN, I get it. They kind of go overboard with their LeBron posts. But if you follow ESPN on Facebook, you'll know that they post a lot of LeBron stuff. And it, it doesn't even matter what the thing is that they post about LeBron. You can guarantee there will be hate in the comments. Like legit hate for this man. It's not like ESPN is like, you know, LeBron James just moves in the third all-time scoring. La bum, la baby, la this, la that. He'll never be as great as Michael Jordan. Never. I hate him. You know, like, oh, my God, my God. Like, they just said what is a statistical truth. He literally just moved into third. They didn't say anything about anything else, my man. Here you go. Three and six, three and six. And I'm just like, man, this dude really hates this dude. LeBron opens up the school. First class, you know, completes the first school year of I Promise School. Three and six. Uh, rumors are three out of every nine kids in this class actually is successful. The other six uh, are failures at life. Like, bro, you really flipped his three and six finals record into the success of children in school. Like, this is this is literally what's happening in this comment thing right now. Um, LeBron James stands up, and you know the NBA boycotts because of you know George Floyd and Jacob Blake and. Well, he's just boycotting because he knows he'll get another loss. He doesn't want to be three and seven, so that's why he's trying to cancel the season. Like, and and this this was starting to get aggravating. You know, I'm just like, bro, y'all just can't. Like, what are y'all following ESPN for? Like, if you really hate all of LeBron stuff and you know they posting LeBron stuff, just stop doing it. It's it's like all sports across. Like, people are like, we don't want to see politics in sports. It's neither here nor there. But this is what I'm trying to get to. I just sat back. And I'm just looking at these comments. And I'm just like, you know what? Let's, let, me, let me click on the profiles of the people making these comments. And you click on them. And you see. Eight times out of 80 percent. 90. I'll even go as high as 90 percent. Older, like I would say middle aged, but I consider myself middle aged. Older white dudes, and then some middle aged white dudes. I mean, there's some black people in there too, uh, throwing comments. Um, but there's more like Jordan related type stuff, like never went to a game seven, blah blah blah. These other dudes just be like hateful ass comments, dude. Like that, every third kid. Out of nine will succeed. Like it was, it was white dude, man. White dude. And I'm not saying white people are racist. But I will say 
Um, there are a lot more of those comments made by white people than black people, from what I've seen in the comments. Um, and this is coming from somebody who was branded as a LeBron hater. Um, I wasn't like following all over him thinking like he's the greatest ever, but I, you, you just have to like, at some point, like it makes no sense to hate on this man as hard as people are doing. Like the hate isn't even sports related anymore. Like I want to remind you people. Um, when I say you people, I mean the people listening and watching. I want to remind you guys that it was not long ago that LeBron James, while living in Cleveland, had his home vandalized in 2017. Um, and this was his L.A. home, by the way. He was still with Cleveland, but he had a home in L.A. because, you know, he's rich. <laughs> um, somebody spray painted the N-word on this man's house. Um, he's coming home and he pulls up his family sees his word on the gate on his house um, I I don't know how else to put that like he has every right to say what he has to say to speak his mind about racism in this country because that is the perfect example. A lot of people try to use the fact that because LeBron James is rich and successful, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't have to write to complain about the state of this country because you're successful and you're rich and you have a lot of money. America is great to you. The fact that he had that happen to him at the peak of being successful and rich and America's darling, let you know that America had a problem. So he sees that and he wants to do stuff to change it, which is what he's doing now, which is what the NBA is doing now, which is what a lot of these sports things are doing now. And people are mad about it. But yo, this is where your politics, your social issues, your sports, your entertainment, put it in a pot, stir it up. You know why? Because these people are human. And it's just not like they go in the closet and then you take them out when it's time to play basketball. Like when they leave the sport, when the season is over, they go live life as humans. They have political views as humans, just as you do. It says you're going to vote for who you want to vote for. He can vote who he wants to vote for. And just like you have a platform on your social media to vote and, and post, you know, Trump 2020 or Biden Harris, he has the platform, a little bit bigger platform where he can post that stuff. And because it reaches people, more people than what your post would do, you get upset. Now, if he was supporting your, uh, your candidate, you'd be all for it, right? You know, you, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't want... This man to win championships for your city, for your team, and then just not want him to do anything. I bring that up because uh, a previous um, podcast I did, I talked about when the NFL season was starting up and the Texans and the Chiefs were playing and they brought the teams together in the middle of the field for a moment of unity. 
and people booed. And then after the boot, they kick off. Patrick Mahomes throws a touchdown to Tyreek Hill. Fans are loving it, cheering, wanting him to go up there and high-five. Like, you were just booing this man as he was arm-in-arm with other people of all races saying, let's come together and stop what is going on in this country. Boo! Oh, he caught a touchdown? Yay! You can't do that. America... You're going to have to accept the fact that all this stuff gets mixed up, right? You're not going to be able to separate politics from sports. I don't care what the commissioners try to do. It will come up. Like if you're following these people on Twitter because they're on your fantasy football team and my man tweets something about how he feels about the, 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 the climate in the country, you can't be mad. You following him. Stop following him if you don't want to know what his life is like outside of football. You know, and that's where I'm at with LeBron James. LeBron James has done nothing like I I can't. If you look at LeBron and you take away the fact that he is a black man, you just say, hey, there's going to be a kid from Ohio. Who beats the odds, becomes a famous athlete, gives back to the community, gives back to children donates money, never gets caught in any scandals, never, I mean, the most upstanding person, stands up for what's right, stands up for for injustice. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of this stuff, you would be like, this is a perfect role model for my children. But then I turn around and be like, oh, that's LeBron James. Now, now it's different. Now you don't want your kids looking up to LeBron James because you think he's soft. He flops. He does like, okay, all right. That's 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 where you're going with this. Cool, you know. Sorry you feel that way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry you feel that way. I don't know what you want me to tell you, but at the end of the day, he he's a stand up guy, and if you can't accept the fact that he's a stand up guy. You just hating. And whatever the, the root cause of that hate is, that's between you and, and and whatever higher power you believe in. But like I said, America wants their stuff in a kid cuisine tray. America likes TV dinner. I don't want my news touching my entertainment. I don't want my celebrities talking about politics. I don't want this touching that. I want everything to be compartmentalized so I don't have to think too hard about stuff. So I don't have to 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 use my full capacity of trying to be a human and understand people. Like, can you do that as a person? Can you do that as a person? Like you watching on YouTube or you listening, can you really just sit there and just go to work and then not have elements of yourself there at work? If you're listening to music at work, are you not listening to music that you like? You know, if you're at work, are you, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't expect people to not be themselves just because it makes you uncomfortable. You just have to grow the F up. And accept the fact that 
They're allowed to do that, just like you are allowed to be yourself in whatever you want to do. And that's just it. Accept it. Don't be mad because their platform is bigger or they're doing better. So their voice is a little louder than yours. They have a little bit more influence or you feel they do. Just because they're reaching more people don't mean that everybody is going to agree with the things that this man has to say. And if you don't, you don't have to come and wish hate on this man and continually down talk this man. But if that's how you feel and that's how you want to get yourself out, congratulations. You are being yourself. You are being the individual just like these celebrities and these athletes are being individuals speaking their minds. So the end of the day, LeBron James, my guy, I salute you. This is new to me, but let me just say this. I'm going to start up and I'm going to start giving credit to people I feel are good role models and upstanding citizens and good people. So I know your nickname is King James. And I know the thing going around is up in people, kings and queens. LeBron James, you a king, my guy. Keep doing what you're doing. Never be apologetic unless you really mean it. And I said what I said. Don't at me. Peace.